Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Just Janice. I'm so, so, so thankful that you have tuned in to this episode. So today I'm going to be talking about staying unoffended. It's been kind of a reoccurring message in my heart lately and just in my thought life a lot as I've just navigated over this last year and it's just such an important topic, especially for believers to grasp and take a hold of this idea of and practice of staying unoffended. And so I have a few key verses I want to read to you guys. I'm going to start in Colossians, which is like one of, if not my favorite books in the Bible. I have like been reading it on repeat over the last year and um, just love, love, love it. So check it out. It's in the New Testament. If you have not read it or not read it in a while, I encourage you to check it out. But I'm going to be reading in verse 3 and I'm going to start, or in chapter 3, and I'm going to start in verse 12. It says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Then I'll also read 14. It says, but above all these, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And so I love this. It says that we have to forgive because Christ forgave us. It says we must do that. And over and over again in scripture, the Bible commands us to forgive and that's not like an option or like a, hey, this would be a good idea. It's, it's literally a commandment in scripture that we have to forgive one another. And I think the most common misconception with forgiveness is that if I forgive someone, that's like stamping an approval on what they did to me. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. We know when Jesus was being crucified on the cross, he cried out to the Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. His forgiveness toward the people who were literally murdering him was not a stamp of approval on what they did and saying that it was right or justified, but the forgiveness was extended out of an act of love. And we know that love is our greatest commandment in scripture. And so I love this part in verse 14 where it says, put on love. And if you've ever read the love chapter, and I think, is it 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians? Sometimes I mix the two of them up. I'm going to flip my Bible here. I have my pink women's study Bible. I love this Bible so much. I encourage you, if you don't have a good study Bible, to find one because it. Um, I love, love, love study Bibles and just love all the extra little footnotes and and readings that go in, um, that are inside my study Bible. So encourage you definitely to find one, but it's first Corinthians and it's actually, uh, chapter 13 in first Corinthians where it talks about love. And I love the part of the chapter where it says love keeps no record of wrongs. That is 
in chapter 13, verse, let me find it for you. Well, if you read four through the end of the chapter, you'll read all about it. But, it, but there is part that says love keeps no record of wrongs. And so I love that because I do not want to harbor offense or unforgiveness or wrongs against anybody, whether they're a believer or not. And so that's kind of been the reoccurring message on my heart lately and what God's been speaking to me about staying unoffended and being willing to ask questions. I don't know how many times I have walked away from a situation or a conversation and I have inferred a lot about what was said. I've kind of interpreted it my own way without asking enough questions or even being willing to talk longer on the subject matter. And so I walk away with all of these ideas that may or may not be accurate. And then I form my own opinions based on what had ha what had happened and and they might not be true. And so actually just the other day, I had a friend who was kind of just talking. And it, honestly, to me, it kind of mm -hmm. felt like they were talking in circles. And I was like, I think I know what they're trying to say, but I'm not exactly sure. So I just started asking more questions so that I could hear their heart clearly. And that's the biggest thing with communication is being willing to ask questions and talk things out so that we really can have a right understanding of what someone's trying to say and not being afraid of saying, Hey, like, this is what I'm hearing. Is this your heart? Is this what you mean by what you're saying? And so that's been a process for me. Having hard conversations has not always been easy for me. It's mm -hmm. a lot easier mm -hmm. just to assume things and walk away from conversations with you know, our own takeaways, our own, our own interpretation of what was said. And so I encourage you to do that, to be willing to have hard conversations and talk things out um, with people and stay unoffended. And even if someone did say something like that was hurtful or whatever, be willing to go to them and talk it out without harboring things against them. And sometimes even just taking it to the Lord, if that's not an option or or a viable option to do to go to someone for whatever reason to just take it to the lord and be like god this hurt and be honest about it there's nothing wrong with that at all and even ask god like give me your eyes for them show me your heart toward them and you just be surprised i i've had situations where i've had different people who have just really hurt me or said things or did things that really hurt. And I'm, and I just took it to the Lord and I was like, God, what is, what is going on here? And he's shown me like, Hey, like they have hurt in their own heart and that hurt is deflected on everyone around them. And it's not just you. And so a lot of times not taking things so personally is, such a game changer when people are just rude or whatever. Just responding in love is crucial. And especially for believers to respond and to act in love regardless of how you're treated or what is going on. So I also want to read to you guys um, in Colossians. Flip back here. After Philippians. Okay, so chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. 
And so that's also been just on my heart the last few weeks, just responding to people with a heart of grace and responding in love and just giving appropriate answers and speaking words in season to people. And, and our, our words do hold the power of life and death. And that's so important for us to remember that because we never know the extent of what someone's going through or what someone has been through, what they're experiencing in their personal lives. And it's so important that we make up our minds ahead of time that no matter what, happens to us or what is said to us that we're going to respond in love that we're going to speak with grace and that we are going to stay unoffendable and I would encourage you even to take time today just to ask God to search your heart and ask him if there is any bitterness or unforgiveness in your heart because those things are ugly and they take root root in your heart and they have repercussions when we allow those things even unknowingly to take root in our hearts, they affect other areas of our lives. And and that's a lot of times what we see when we're dealing with people that are hurting and their response to us isn't love and isn't grace. There's probably a root issue in their heart of bitterness or unforgiveness or resentment or just hurt that has happened. This life is so, so difficult sometimes. And we don't know the extent of what people have gone through and the pains that people have endured that remain unhealed. And so we can always pray for that for people when people hurt us. God, I pray that you would heal this person, that you would just invade their life and and give them an encounter with you and with your love so that they can not act this way. Because when we encounter the love of God, it changes us. And I love what Jesus spoke about with the fruits of the Spirit and that um, we, he talked about that if we abide in him, we will bear much fruit. And then in Galatians, it talks about the fruits of the spirit being love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so much of the world is trying to exemplify these fruits and carry these characteristic traits of love and joy and peace and patience, but it's all false fruit if it doesn't come from him. And so like, like he said, we bear that fruit by abiding in him. And so we can always pray that for people, that people will abide in him, that they'll experience him and know him because truly that's the only way anyone will ever change eternally. We can all succumb to behavior modification on the short term, but long-term lasting true change will only come with relationship in Christ. So relationship with Christ. So I just encourage you guys again to just resolve to stay unoffendable, resolve to be quick to forgive, to let your speech be full of grace and to put on love. And I'm going to close out with Colossians 3:16 through 17. I love these verses. I love this whole book. But I love these verses. It says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. My voice sounds a little cracky. We actually had a a stirred up women's event last night at the amphitheater in my hometown. And it was incredible. 
but I think my voice got a little strained. I can hear it. <laughs> I hear it in my voice, but I just had this message burning on my heart and wanted to release it. So I'm doing it despite whether or not my voice sounds the best or whatever, but just want to encourage you guys to continue seeking the Lord and to stay encouraged during this season. Also wanted to let you know about our Stirred Up podcast. For those of you who don't know, I am part of Stirred Up Women Ministries, and it's just an incredible ministry that I started with my friend last year. And so we have a podcast. It's called Wanted at the Table, and you can find it on Spotify, Apple, Google, all the podcast platforms. And it's been an incredible journey to do that podcast along with this one. So feel free to check that out and yeah, just stay encouraged, know that you're loved, that you're valued, that your voice matters and the world needs what you carry. The world needs the gifts that God put inside of you to be on display. So don't be afraid to step out and say yes when God calls you to do something because it is going to impact other people and it's going to make a difference for eternity. So I'm going to go ahead and close out in prayer, and I will see you guys next time. Father God, I thank you so much for this podcast, Lord, and and the listeners that tune in to hear these messages. God, and more than anything, I just thank you for who you are. God, your unending love, your unending faithfulness, your abundant grace and mercy. God, you are so good. You are so good to all of mankind, Lord. And I just thank you for your word, God, and that it is useful for teaching and rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness, that the worker of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And God, that is what we want to be. We want to be thoroughly equipped for all that you call us to do, God. And I just pray over anyone that's listening to this episode that maybe doesn't even know what gifts you've put inside of them, and they don't know their calling or where they belong. God, I pray that you would show them where they fit. God, because we all have a part in your body and we all have things to do, God, to glorify you, to advance the kingdom. And so I just pray that over everyone, that they will have an awakening to that, Lord. I just pray that you surround every listener with your love, your grace, and your mercy. God, I pray blessings over their families, over their jobs, over everything they set their hands to. In Jesus' name, amen.